0: Good morning. It's good to see everyone. I'm sorry about the uh, lack of uh, refreshments over here. Uh, in last week's parasha already, we were introduced to the city of uh, Sodom but we aren't given uh, that much information about them. We're just told in last week's parasha, So they were uh, sinners and evil people who sinned prodigiously. but what they actually did wrong uh, is somewhat vague. We're not told specifically, and similarly in this week's parsha, it's again somewhat vague. The pastor says, "Zakas Again, obviously not good people doing evil things, um, and a kodesh who feels it's necessary to destroy them. But we're not given any indication directly as to, in terms of what it was specifically that they were uh, that they were doing wrong. When we no uh, encounter. Uh, the story of Lloyd, as he welcomes in the guests, and they seem to be uh, revolted by the fact that he was doing Hachnosah Archim, we begin to get somewhat of an indication. But it is spelled out explicitly in the Mishnah Masechtas Avos, the Gemara Masechtas Baba Basra. The Mishnah tells us in Masechtas Avas that there are four types of individuals. There are those who say, we'll begin with the end, Shali, shalchav, V'shalcha Shali. Mine is uh, yours, and yours is mine. Such a person the uh, Mishnah considers to be an Am person who has a perspective, shali, shalcha, what is uh, mine is yours, v'shalcha, shalcha, and yours is yours is a chassid. That's the most praiseworthy. Shali, shali, what's mine is mine, v'shalcha, shali. yours is mine too, is a rasha. And the fourth possibility, shali, shali, mine is mine, v'shalcha, shalcha, yours is yours. Zu the benenis, this is either the middle of the road, you know, like an average uh, perspective. and <laughs> zu And there are those that say that this is mida stoim. So the rashbats, the end of the period of the Rishanim, writes in his commentary in the Mishnah of Masech the Savas, called the Magin that he says in, in Masech the Savas in general, we don't find Machleikas, differences of opinion. So how could we have two opinions here about what is, uh, you know, how do we judge, how do we assess a person who says, We don't have a Machleikas. So he explains that, in fact, there's nothing wrong necessarily with saying shali, shalif, shachal, shachal. You're not going to be considered a chassid, and there is, one could do better. But that itself is not necessarily as objectionable as, uh, as we might think. It's okay. But the problem is it will lead, says the Mishnah, to midas time. That could lead a person to not, uh, you know, to despising a chassid entirely. And it could lead to a person, For a person to say, Mine is mine, yours is yours, and for you to take from me where I, where I will lose, that's the the It would be nice if he would do chesed and even where he will lose to benefit his friend, but okay, that's the benenis. You're not obligated necessarily to do uh, you know, chesed in every single instance. But a per- that, if a person has that attitude, it could lead him to ultimately become midah which is, I won't uh, do chesed for you even where I lose nothing. That it sounds uh, from the Mishnah is what midas Time in fact is, and this is apparent as well from the Gemara Masechta's Baba Basra. The Gemara tells us in Baba Basra the story, or the scenario of a hudezov ara metzud the ben a certain individual who bought a property adjacent to his father's property. So his father later passes away, and he's going to divide the property with uh, together with his bro- uh, together with his brothers. So says the Gemara: "Ki when they divide it, pligu Give me the part of the property that's adjacent to my original property." Oh, so uh, brothers don't want to do the you know they don't agree. So on He can compel them. Um, to give him that side of the property, because what, what do they care? Everyone's getting a property, it's going to be equal in size, equal in value, and I'm asking you, give me the pro- part of the property that's adjacent to my original property so I can have a bigger uh, house, a bigger uh, bigger property that I shouldn't have a you know a division, you know, part of my property, part of my property here. Let me have it all together, uh, adjacent to one another. So w- I could even compel them, says the Gemara, to, to allow me to have that property, because, what do they lose? They lose nothing! That is the practice of the people of Sodom. And says to Gemara, we would be kaifa, we would compel you not to act like the people of Sudan. So, Maskeflor, Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef disagrees, <laughs> Amri Achai, Ma'alina leh, Iluyeh, His brothers can say to him, we, are, we, are, uh, we feel that that part of the property might be better, might be as precious or as valuable as the properties of Marion, who is a very wealthy individual. Meaning, that part of the property, Rashi Baer explains, uh, was um, um, subsisted based on rainfall. There was no uh, natural irrigation from rivers. It was coming all, all from rain. So they have the right to argue that that property might get more rain or uh, will retain the rain better than uh, the other parts of the property. Maybe that part of the property is, uh, is better. <laughs> is preferable. So they have the right to say that we, we, we feel like we're losing something by giving you the property that's adjacent uh, to your own. V'hilchaseke Rav if we passing like Rav Yosef, that if there's any benefit that could be argued you know, to, to one of the properties over the other and they feel like they're losing, that's not called Midas Toim, it would be Chesed for them to give it to him but we can't compel you to do Chesed. So, it would, be mida, it would not be considered to be Midas Toim. What about the following situation, Trey Arata, Tre Nagri. What if the two properties are, are adjacent, not, they, they're not uh, irrigated based on rainfall, they have uh, rivers that are adjacent to each property. So I'm a rabbi. We could compel the brothers to allow the, the the brother who has the adjacent property. We could compel them to give him that that part of the property. Moskva of again. Rabbi disagrees. in the high No, maybe one river will be uh, will be dried up and the other won't. So again, there's some uh, perhaps conceivable loss that could uh, arise to the brothers by allowing him to have the property that's adjacent to his original property. So here again, the Gemara says, There is a possible loss that uh, perhaps could occur. So they have the right to reject the offer and say, we don't want to give him that that property. What about if it's Tarti Achad Nagra, it's both on the same river. So what possible perceived loss could there be? So, Rabbi Yosef, Here there is absolutely nothing to be lost. By getting this property or that property, and they refuse to give him the property that's adjacent to original property, that would be me thus time. They have nothing that they could possibly lose, and in such a situation, we would compel you not to act like the people of Sedoyim and to do, uh, to do that chesed because he has something to gain and you have uh, nothing to lose. At the same time, <coughs> there, so we. Mida Sadaim is, again, that they would not do Chesed even though they had nothing to lose, and we would compel you, as the Gemara says in Baba Basra, not to act like the people of Sadaim, that you have to do Chesed if you have nothing to lose. But are there limits to this uh, rule? So the Rishonim debate, there seems to be limits, but the Rishonim debate where, where exactly the limit is. So the Gemara tells us in Mesechli's Baba well known Sugya, uh, about a person who squats in someone else's property. Hadar Bachatzach shalomi midaitoy person lives in his friend's property without his knowledge. Later on, his friend realized that this person's been squatting in his uh, apartment. Um, does, can he charge him rent? Does he have to pay rent or not? So, dummy, what's the case, says the Gemara. If we're talking about an apartment that's not for rent, he's not planning on renting this apartment. It was just sitting vacant. And this person would never have paid rent. He's a squatter, a professional squatter. He would have just gone to a different place. This one uh, gained nothing and this one lost nothing because he never, w- had no monetary value attached to it. He never would have, um, he never would have uh, rented it out. He never would have paid for it and this person never would have gotten money for it. Rather, we're talking about a situation with this one, the apartment was for rent, and this person would have paid rent. So, this one gained a benefit, a financial benefit, although now he doesn't have to pay rent. And this one lost. <coughs> Why? Because since people see that there's a tenant in the apartment, they're not going to be interested in renting it. So, all the months that no one was renting the apartment, is because there was a squatter there, and he didn't know. So, this one lost, and this one gained. So, of course, he'd have to pay. We're talking about a situation. We're talking about a situation the apartment was not for rent not planning on renting the apartment it was just sitting vacant and this person though, was looking to rent an apartment and he found this empty place to live so may, can he charge him rent can he say to him what have uh, you lost you weren't planning on renting the apartment in the first place well, let's assume that there's no uh, you know, damage to the apartment and you know, things like that so what have you lost you lost nothing so you benefited, you would have had to pay rent, and now that you lived in my free apartment, um, you don't have to pay rent. So you benefited a monetary uh, value, you benefited a monetary benefit, you should have to pay for that. So the Gemara leads it off as an open question, we happen to pass in Zenene, this one benefits, this one doesn't lose, he's obligated to pay. I'm sorry. He's not obligated to pay. He's not obligated to pay. Even though you benefited, is that Lori chaser? This one didn't lose. He's not obligated to pay. But the Gemara had a suffic about it. One, uh, you know, and it goes on for a whole uh, block Gemara over there. One opinion is he this guy lost nothing, so therefore he shouldn't have to pay, and that's how we in. The other opinion is no lemais you benefited, so you should have to pay. So ask tiesvis. How could this be a debate in the Gemara? What happened to kaifin al this time? If this person benefits, and you lose nothing, we would compel you to do chesed in that uh, situation. So how can this even be a discussion in the Gemara? So, says mm-hmm. We would compel you to give him the property that's adjacent to his original property. Shiny Here is different. Here, you can't compel me uh, to allow you to live in my apartment, even though it's sitting vacant, and I wasn't planning on renting it, you cannot compel me to allow you to live in the apartment for free. You can't do that. So the Nimukha Yosef uh, explains Tais Rashid a little bit better, same, uh, same opinion, but just he fleshes it out a little bit more. And writes the Nimukha Yosef generally, where you uh, lose nothing and someone else has something to gain, we would compel you to do chesed. If not, that's midastoim that's where it belongs to both of them like they're splitting the father's property here's the important part we never said to uh, take over my property you have an empty room in your house. You have an empty apartment. I can start seizing your objects based on the principle of So says in the Yosef. Says Yasef, you cannot commandeer my property based on the principle of I have to do chesed if I lose nothing, but that's if we're splitting property. You take this part, I'll take that part. But to take a uh, common deal my Adam and violate my property rights based on the principle of uh, is too far. That, uh, that far doesn't extend. That's the opinion of Tyson and the Muke Yosef. <coughs> the Mordechai uh, disagrees. Look at the Mordechai over there, he asks again, how can we have a debate whether or not you have to pay rent and uh, you were squatting in a vacant apartment that the person wasn't planning on renting out? So the Gemara is a Do you have to pay rent? Don't you have to pay rent? How could we have a shy? What happened to the Kaifano Midas time? So writes the Mordechai, Yeshma Farshim, there ain't Kaifano could go in Mahani, a few we have a boiler, voche, Baha Milsa, lo Says the Mordechai, whenever it's a rentable benefit, I could have rented it if I wanted to. I choose not to. But in theory, I could have rented it if I wanted to. Even though I wasn't planning on renting it, uh, you can't take it based on the principle of Midas time. If you could never have rented this item, or this benefit, then we force you, we compel you to give it to your friend uh, you have no, if you have nothing to lose. If I wanted to rent it, I could have. We can't force you to give it up uh, just because you weren't, uh, you didn't plan on renting it, since you could have. That's a rentable benefit. We don't apply in such a situation. I think the guy squatter, it's talking about backwards, collecting. Yeah, afterwards. But not forwards, meaning... You can't compel start, him... There's no shayle. <coughs> mm. Well, no, it's, mm. it's, it's not Midasdor, the guy's in my, in my house. So the Mordechai feels, the Mordechai feels, if you can't rent it out, I could, so Sh, uh, Shimon writes in his Chidush of the Sector of the but it happens to be, he just points it out to the Mordechai. The Mordecai actually there writes, I could even compel you to give me, the, let's say it's not rentable out, not you're, you're not able to rent it. It's, uh, then I can even compel you to give it to me based on the principle of Midas Deim. So if, let's say, you know, by the, you know, not rentable, yet. not rentable, you have an apartment where it's against the bylaws, you know, to rent it out. I could compel you to give it to me based on the principle of Midas term. That's the opinion of the Mordechai. Whereas according to Teisvitz, you cannot come and deal my property based on the principle of Kaifin HaSel Midas Even though you benefit and I have nothing to lose, uh, that's simply too far. Whereas according to the Mordechai, it's only if it's a rentable benefit, then it's too far. But I can, if it's not rentable, I can in fact commandeer your property based on the principle of Midostan. This seems to be a machlek as elsewhere as well. go to the The Gemara tells us in Masech Bava Mitzia, over here Oitzvav, that when a person picks up an Aveda to do the mitzvah, you have to take care of the item to make sure that it doesn't rot or become ruined while you're holding on to it. So the Mishnah says, if you find the scrolls or books, you have to read from it once every 30 days. Because otherwise it will become ruined. You don't know how to read, so then you should just roll it. You shouldn't uh, learn from it too much. You shouldn't have someone else uh, read with you because you might uh, rip the scroll. You're pulling it and I'm pulling it. So it might get ruined in the process. What if it's not a, a safer? What if it's a garment? You have to shake it out once every 30 days. You can put it on your table. Let's say It's a tablecloth uh, for its benefit, but not for your benefit. Not if it's for your covet. What if it's kalim? You can use them uh, to make dishes, and you're supposed to do that because that will uh, keep the rust off of the kalim. So you're supposed to use them once in a while. The Gemara a shaili ibaylahu litzarka my. Person wants to spread out again. We're going back to the garment uh, scenario. Person has a garment that needs to be stretched out once every 30 days. So it says the Gemara you could do it Litsarka for its benefit, but not for yours. What if we both benefit? I have to do it once every 30 days. I'll do it Shabbos morning when I'm having my guests for lunch. So ibaylahu litzarka Mai. Can we both benefit? Can I benefit at the same time that I'm doing it, uh, you know, for your benefit, for the mitzvah of Saveda? Sigmar says, Tashma, Shaitcha Litzarka, the Mishnah said you could do it for its benefit. Litzarka in, haLitzarka. Well, loy, if we both benefit not. Sigmar says, no, but aim a sefa. The seifa, the Mishnah says, it can't be for my covenant. What about, L'chavay That's only if it's solely, you know, only, exclusively for me what if we both benefit? maybe it can be allowed. I mean, we can't, we cannot tell anything um, from this mishnah. Sigmar so, well, leaves it off as an open question. What about if it's le tzarke, So writes Tzivos over there in that Gemara. He says the Gemara only had a suffix about the tablecloths. What about reading the books? I, I want to. Learn, I enjoy reading this book. It happens to be an Avedo, so I have to do it to take care of this girl, I have to roll it once every 30 days. What if I benefit at the same time that I'm reading the book? So says Taisas, that certainly would be allowed. Or what about to use the Kalim? I have to cook in it uh, once in a while to make sure they don't become rusty. So Titus says, you could even cook your own dish in it. There's no problem with you benefiting along at the same time that you're doing it for the Mitzvah of Hashavah's Avedo, to help your friend. I can benefit too. There's only a law with regards to the garments. Why? Because I might leave it too long uh, on the table, says Tysus, once I have the table on. It looks so nice. I'll leave it for lunch once it's on. I'll leave it for sh- too. So now it'll become ruined. So he says Tysus, <laughs> only with regards to the garment did we have a suffolk. <laughs> it will become ruined. But the Kalim, uh, says Tysus, no, you use it once every Thursday. It's fine. We have no problem with you benefiting along the way, or the the svarim as well. If you want to benefit along the way, that certainly is okay. The Gemara only had a shadow with regards to the garments because you might leave it too long; it will become ruined. So the Bichesko uh, <laughs> Abramski in his Chazoy Nichezko on the Sefer's Baba Metzia explains that Taisus here is going l'shitosay. Titus doesn't have a problem with you benefiting along with uh, taking care. Once you take care of the aveda, I benefit uh, along the way. That certainly is okay. Why? Because to reject that, to object to that would be kifunoseomi this <laughs> time. The only time we don't apply kifunoseomi this time is if I'm commandeering your object. I'm taking uh, something from violating your property rights based on kifunoseomi this <laughs> time. I'm not violating your property rights over here. You want me to take care of it. You get you lost it and I picked it up to help you out. So you want me to have it. So once I have it already, I, I'm not violating your property rights, so now to deny me a benefit where you have nothing to lose would be kaif and I say, So Titus holds, if I you have, have svar, I have to take care of For a I have keum, I have to use. For a shavah why can't I benefit along the way? And for you to object to that would be kaif and I say, I again, and you have nothing to lose. It's just with regard to the garment, I might leave it on too long, it will become ruined. Then you have a reason to object. We would apply kyphenol me this time. That's Taisus Lashi That the only time we don't apply kyphenol me this time is if I'm um, violating your property rights. I can't commandeer your items based on uh, kyphenol me this time. However, if you look in Iran. Huh? Is there any distinction made? I mean, we've been talking about the, the, um, the rights of the owner right. of the object. What about in terms of the need? like, the person who wants to use the object, could one distinguish between you want to use the book versus you need to use it? Is, is that type of distinction made that it's in a, in a place where someone really needs something that, you know... What do you mean need? Someone's going to Someone's gonna die otherwise? No, you, need, there's like a, you, need, you need something as opposed to you just want to use it for your own uh, benefit. What do you mean you play. need it? Well, what's going to happen if you don't get it? Uh, I don't know. You, you don't have a, you know... If, if you don't have that safer, you're not going to do it this uh, year. No, no, If someone's life was at stake, it's a whole different but no, no, Otherwise not. Usually a safer is not going to save somebody's uh, life. <laughs> However, the Ron, <clears> that gemara disagrees with Tesis. And the Ron says, no, really, you cannot take any, you cannot benefit along the way uh, with regards to any item. This is not so limited. The Gemar was not limited to uh, garments, it should have applied to sfarma, it should have applied to kalim too. Can you benefit when you're using it? You have to take care of it. Can I benefit along the way? Uh, the shayla should have existed by those items as well. The only reason that we don't have a shayla there, we only have a shayla with regards to the garments. Can I benefit once I'm stretching it out for you? Can I benefit along the way too? is because the other items, we have are mitigating concerns. When it comes to the kalim, if we're going to ask you to cook water in this pot, but not for your own benefit, you're going to throw it out afterwards, but you're just doing it for the mitzvah of HaShavos Avedah, people will be reluctant to pick up avedas; it's too much tirchah. I have to cook in it, but I can't use the food that I cooked in it. Some people will say, I have to cook over here, cook over there, this is for it's too much, people won't do it. So therefore, whenever it was too much tirchah to take care of the aveda, Chazal didn't obligate you in HaShavos Savedah in the first place. So They wanted you to pick up the key to return it. So, in order to get you to do that, they allowed you to use it along the way too. <coughs> or when it comes to the kelim, says the Ran, uh, to the svarim, says the Ran. So you're doing a mitzvah with the svarim. So we have a principle in the Gemara Sachem and elsewhere. <laughs> people are happy to have other people do a mitzvah with their money, with their property. So let's say you come into shul, you don't have a talis and tefillin with you, and there's an extra talis and tefillin in the shul it belongs to somebody else. Either he davened already, or he's a second pair. So you're allowed to take his talus and tefillin, it says in Shulchan or svarim, that's what we're posking too. If, uh, if he's not here, as long as you put it back in its place, because <coughs> mitzvah b'mamane. people are happy to have you do a mitzvah with their item. So says the run, but the guy was not going to object to you reading from his svarim. People are happy to have you do a mitzvah with their, with their item. That's fine too. But the garment, no, you have no right to do it. Not because we're afraid you're going to leave it out too long, it'll become ruined. You simply have no right to benefit from someone else's item. You don't have the right, just because you're taking care of it for a I don't have the right to take your item, even though I stand to benefit and you have nothing to lose, Lema'i I cannot use it in that situation. Well that's the shag of the Gemara, can I or can't I? But it's certainly not, Why not? So explains B'Chesko Abramski again here the Iran is going with the opinion of the Mordechai. Same shita. And that is because it's a rentable benefit. Even though you're not planning on renting it, even though you're not here to rent it, but you cannot take a rentable benefit. <coughs> they could have rented out the, the, the tablecloth. You cannot take a rentable benefit from your <coughs> friend based on the principle of kafenai midas time. So again, the Mordechai says kafenai midas time is limited to non-rentable benefits. That's where it applies. And Taiswis. Disagrees both in Baba Matia and in Baba Kama that says no, it applies even to rentable benefits. What it doesn't apply to is commandeering someone else's property based on. I can't violate your property rights based on. This time, and the Mordechai might feel that you can. It's only limited to, uh, and that it doesn't apply to rentable benefits. But it does threaten to be to make to make a tircha out of the hashavas Oh, so if it becomes a tirchah, you're right. So then we would allow you to use it, because otherwise you won't pick it up in the first place. Right. But, to, but to put out a tablecloth once every 30 days is not a tirchah. To cook in a pot is a tirchah. So if we don't let you use it along the way, you won't do it. To t- spread out a tablecloth my rash. It, 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 there's just, there's it's not of a big deal. the of the deer, there's no such thing because it's not getting from the fact that you living. The case, there's another element of the fact that actually for him. Really well, you're doing it for the mitzvah. You have yeah, a mitzvah of Right. So, right. Right. How do we paskin with regards to this issue? So the Rama seems to paskin like the Mordechai, Writes so the Ramah. with regards to the apartment. <laughs> if he could have rented out the apartment, then I cannot take it based on if he, could not have, if he could have rented it out even though it's sitting empty and I need an apartment and he has a vacant apartment I cannot uh, take it from him and you know, compel him to allow me to live there because he could have rented it out if he would have wanted to So let's say you could not have rented it out the bylaws don't allow you to do so I could compel you to allow me to live in your vacant apartment. So he quotes from the Chuvas Beisav. It's very surprising. He quotes from the Chuvas Beisav Raim, who disagrees. He says, "Vehumi divrei Amordechai." That's the Mordechai. Avamidivrei Apaiskim lomashmikein. It means from Taisus. It doesn't sound like that. You cannot take other people's property based on the principle of kaivenaisal midas time. So we're basically for both opinions. So what emerges is. We have a principle that, uh, even though we can't force people to do chesed, it's always a nice thing, we can't force people to do chesed, but if you have, uh, some, one person has something to gain, the other person has nothing to lose, we would compel you to do chesed, but you cannot do so if it's a rentable benefit, the person could have rented it out, even though they don't plan to, but they could have, then I can't compel you to do chesed, I can't compel you, let's say, to give me the apartment, if it could have been rented out. Or, Trenson's opinion is, and we choshish for both, we cannot compel you to do chesed um, if you're commandeering my property then you're violating my property rights. That's this only, all comes to a... Lamaiso, yeah? That's only, when you say property, it's only real estate property. No, let's say this, this comes to Lamaiso in the following situation. A person is uh, going to a wedding with his wife and someone else asks you for a ride. Someone else asks you for a ride. <coughs> so I don't want to give him the ride. But, but, but what do I have to lose? I'm going anyway. So there was a uh, rub from Flatbush. His name was uh, Dr. Aaron Levine. Rabbi Aaron Levine was a yeah. rabbi, yeah. rabbi young Israel of J. Yeah, passed away. Passed away about five years ago. Sadik, <laughs> yeah. Sadik, yeah. Sadik of a person. So he really was one of the uh, pioneers in, in printing, at least in English, uh, halachas of Jewish business ethics. So he uh, has a piece in one of his uh, svarim about this issue, and he thinks that we can compel you to take uh, the passenger based on Kaifin Al Midas time. Because both, according to Titus and according to the Mordecai, you don't have a... Uh, you, you lose according to both. Why? Because you're driving the car. I'm not taking your car from you. I'm not violating your property rights. So, so you have no argument over there. You have nothing to lose by taking me. Right. So why wouldn't you take me? So and you say, well, I'm, I'm, violating your pro- I'm not violating your property rights. You're driving the car, not me. And you can't rent out a seat in your car unless your license is a taxi limousine. Which you're not. So you can't let, rent out a seat in your car legally. So since you have no... Uh, you know, I'm not fighting your property. It's, it's not a rentable benefit. And you have nothing to lose. We will apply the principle yeah, of... You have, a long, you have a, long, a long time with your spouse. Maybe you have oh. to talk about... Uh, so, so that was Dr. Levine printed in the, in the safer. So I, I was well, about 10 years ago. Was, uh, you was know, very interested in this issue. High blood pressure. Yeah. So I... Um, so my opinion... My opinion was... There no two arguments. Number 1, number 1, I am commandeering your property. I'm taking a seat in the car. Would we say that let's say I have an empty room, I would think it's comparable to a person who has an empty, empty bedroom empty in their bedroom. house. Bedroom. Empty a, it's, bedroom. it's an empty bed in the bedroom. <laughs> so can I commandeer even <laughs> though I'm not taking over the whole house, but I'm taking over part of the house. We can't do that based on Kufuna Sami. the thumb according to Titus, you can't take over my property. That's a pisre chuba. What about according to the Mordechai? Says, oh, okay. So maybe it would be an Afghan meeting between Taisvis and the Mordechai. Here, I'm taking over the seat. You can't rent out the seat. That's for sure true. <laughs> but since not the base of fry or and Paschans like Taisvis... Yeah, Uber. Huh? Uber. Uber. Yeah. Uber. Okay. No, you have to be licensed as a taxi no, limousine, no, no. don't you? Okay, whatever. No one's whatever. renting it out. I know. Oh, so you change? to go mean, to the wedding? Know, I know people who do this all the time. Okay. They're going yeah, out they throw somebody in the car and they make 20 bucks. Like okay, whatever. You, you don't, don't to have to be... Is that legal, though? You don't have to be licensed. You don't? You, don't, you don't? Ruby. No, these people... Oh, are, you so now it's a rentable benefit, too. I don't want to be with you anyway. But then I tie... Shh, Rabbi, let's get through this. I it to Dr. Levine when, you know, also is that, again, I appreciate having the alone time in the car. Now, that was... He printed it when there was no cell phones in the car. Okay, so, you know, that was at that time. But even so, you might want to have a conversation with your wife, or certainly nowadays you could talk on the phone, so I think <coughs> you do have something to lose. The Gemara told us about Baba Bassi, you only pray for me the sun if you have nothing to lose. Here there is uh, perhaps... <laughs> this is also uh, the cost of gas. If something, to to say, nah. something to lose. Something uh, nah. to lose. Something to lose. So I later <laughs> met Dr. Levine. We were schmoozing once in the library. So I, we were going back and forth. I told him my arguments, and he, he didn't think either one of them had uh, merit. <laughs> but then I said to him one minute, I said to him, Dr. Levine, How do you get to yeshiva every day? He said, I get a ride. I say, uh-huh. So it's funny. I take people every day to yeshiva. So uh, people coming different perspectives. It up. But the maisa, uh, yeah, exactly. For the maisa, But I think that Why this is know? correct. You know, I don't think he's correct, huh? Why did he feel your argument? Tonight? I don't know. He didn't feel that they were, significant. <laughs> he that they were <laughs> significant. He didn't want to lose a ride every day. Exactly. Yeah. He to be anyway, he's I, just I just think that. Exactly. Exactly. He didn't appreciate the the. The alone time. But he did make a valid point and this I think is correct. Once the person is in your car, he said, so now I need to give him the ride. So now he said you can't charge him half the tolls uh, or for, you cannot charge him for the gas because at this point you're already driving to the wedding together with your wife. You got the guy in the car. So now to charge him for the tolls is Kofi time, you're going to pay the tolls anyway. You have to pay for the gas anyway. And people have discussed it with physicists, you know, with regards to Hilchah Shabbos, one other passenger in the car is very difficult to determine whether or not it costs you more gas or not more gas. There's too many factors at play, how often you press on the gas, how often you press on the brake. It's been, Shmir Shabbos, Shabbos, discusses it, it's been investigated, it's not clear that it uses more gas. So you cannot charge him for gas, and I don't think um, you can charge but, 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 him for tolls either. But to make that a condition of, of giving him the ride, that's the issue of whether it's Kofanos or Omidesodome, right? That's if it's a rentable day. No, there can he compel his, time. can he force his way into the car? Well, the question is, that's can, my says, can I get a ride? And you say yes if you pay half the toll and, and, and you pay your share of the gas or whatever. That's that, ah, you that, then you're called. Your right that's that's right. called the taxi service. That's the question of whether you have to give him the ride in the first place. Correct. Because if you have to give him the ride, correct. for free. <laughs> right. But once you let him in the car, you can't charge him. You can't him. charge him. I don't that's think that that's right. Yeah. That's time. What, if he, I, does okay. does what that. if he wants he, to pay? Too bad. You can't take it from him. Uh-huh. Right. I don't think you can take it from him. It's this time. But there, but we have there's a oh, big caveat oh, here. Oh. There's one final condition, one final situation that we have to address, and that is. I'm not driving anyway. It's some place we both have to go. See, the scenario we were discussing is a husband and wife are going to a wedding anyway. They want to drive themselves because we want to leave when we want to leave. We don't have to be dependent <laughs> on anybody else. But what if we're both going somewhere and uh, I decide to drive and now you ask for a ride? But I could have easily said, you drive and I'll get a ride with you. <laughs> so what about in that situation? So writes the, uh, the Gemara tells us, the am Basra, the Ma'arami Rutenberg quotes it over here. Uh, we can force, compel the people of the city to pay taxes, to contribute towards a wall, towards a door, and towards a lock. Writes the Ma'arami Rutenberg, even though without you, your personal contribution, we would have had enough money. Therefore, uh, to ask for your contribution, specifically you, individual, is you're losing and we have nothing to gain. We don't apply their midas time even though you're losing and we have nothing to gain uh, or you're benefiting and we have nothing to lose, we're going to get our wall either way and you benefit by keeping your money. Because if you're going to say that, says the Maram, everybody will make the same argument. I don't need it. The whole matter will get uh, we'll get will yeah. will get abandoned. So, rise the Marami and if we both need it, so then we don't apply the principle of midas time. Because why should I do it? I'll go with you. Why should you do it? Yeah. Come with me. So therefore, let's say two people arrive at an airport off an airplane. One guy summons over a taxi, you know, and he gets in the car. And I see, oh, he's already in the car. No, can I get a ride? <laughs> so then I don't think we apply and I say on me that's time, because I can say, no, you pay for the taxi, I'll get a ride with you. Or let's say parents organize a carpool to go somewhere, to go to school, to go to an event. And uh, they're going to take turns. You know, who's going to drive? So we already have a carpool in place. We have an extra seat in the car. One parent says, "No, can you take my kid too? You guys have already a carpool arranged. What do you care if you take my kid too? So we don't apply me this time, because we could say, uh, I'll go with you. Uh, you drive. You take my day. My kid will go for free. So whenever you have such a situation, uh, we would apply, uh, we, we would not apply the rule of me this time. But it does go uh, without saying that we would apply, uh, there is certainly a, uh, a mitzvah of chesed. However, one final thing is, that it could be that even where a parent, let's say, could drive on their own. They're just lazy or negligent or uh, delinquent. So it could be it's not even a mitzvah of chesed. Rise to seferach, over here. <coughs> and say tough, tough reishlam at hey. Let's say a person can make his own parnasa. This is the says in the Gemara already. If a person can make their own parnasa, and he chooses not to. So the Gemara says there's not a mitzvah of tzedakah to give him uh, money. The mitzvah would be to encourage him to get a job. But he doesn't have. There's no mitzvah of tzedakah to give money to a person who could, in theory, support themselves. And Rise the Sefer Chedim. Not only is it not a mitzvah, not a mitzvah of tzedakah, It's also to do it. He says mm-hmm. he quotes the puskin savior says It's a it's a travesty. You're not supposed to do it. So a person could help themselves, and you, you know you uh, and you help them. You're not certainly not obligated to do it. And it might, in fact, be according to the Sefer Chedim, the wrong thing to do. At the same time, whenever one you know, encounters these kind of dilemmas. Lamai said there are three things that the world stands on. The world stands on Torah, Avayda, G'milus chasadim. One of the things mentioned in the Mishnah, that a person reaps benefits in this world and That's preserves. Right. Uh, the principle for the next world is, of course, gemilus chesed. And we should err, perhaps, on the, side of, uh, on the side of chesed. But even if it's not a mitzvah of chesed, I think the person can drive themselves. I still think it's a good thing, always, to, to help uh, people out. We had in last week's parsha. Uh, Rashi mentions that Avram Avinu didn't want to take the gifts from the king of Sidaim because of Seinei Matanas Yichyeh a person who doesn't take Matanas will live. <coughs> so if Dessler asks in the Mithlum Elio, what do you mean a person who doesn't take Matanas will live? It might be praiseworthy not to take Matanas mm-hmm. but why do we say Seinei Matanas yichye. if he doesn't take Matanas he will live? So if Dessler says because living means patterned after Selim Elohim that we were given by Hakadosh Baruch HaKadosh is a giver. He's not uh, a taker. So, so too, says Rav Dessler, if we want to live, we want to follow in the footsteps of a Baruch Hu, of al to we should in life not be uh, takers, we should be uh, we should be givers. So, sonim, a person is not a taker. He's a giver in life, so then, in fact, he's following in the ways of a Baruch even if it's not necessarily, uh, you know, technically a mitzvah of chesed, a person could do it on their own, but it's always a good idea in life to be uh, to be from the givers instead of uh, from the takers so do in what oh good caution, good caution. So yeah. the answer. there are many answers yeah, many answers yeah, yeah, okay shit i don't know